The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to the Wednesday edition of our podcast. And we're so glad you're with us this morning as we take a few minutes out of God's Word today uh, to worship together, to study together. And again, I hope this is a help to you. We are in the book of Ephesians as we've been working through that now for a couple of weeks. And we're in chapter number four, just about over halfway through the book. Ephesians chapter four. Yesterday we dealt with the aspect of the calling that was given to the church to strive to work together in unity and meekness, loving each other. Uh, But then he gives one more, kind of breaks down a little more detail as to why. Verse one, walk worthy of the vocation, loving each other, forbearing one each other. And then he kind of, in verse three, um, expands upon the reason, what we're trying to accomplish, what is part of God's vision, God's plan, God's goal for this thing we call the church. So we pick up in verse number three. Paul said this, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. He said, there is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. So we see, I want to look at two thoughts. First of all, we have um, kind of the expectation, the, the directive, what we've been given. And he says in verse 3, endeavoring to keep the unity of the bond of peace. So the first thing we do is we, we keep the unity. Again, unity is not sameness. Uh, as Christians, God maintained it that we would bring in our unique differences um, as we strive to be the church. Uh, here's a uh, somewhat of a good way to explain it. If you ever played in any kind of athletic team or watch an athletic team, uh, you're going to find no matter what it is, as long as it's a team, not just you by yourself. But if you've ever seen like soccer or football or basketball, not everybody plays the same position. In football, not everybody can be the quarterback. You'll have no one to throw the ball to. In basketball, not everybody can be the point guard. Um, Not everybody in soccer can be the goalie. Not everybody in baseball can be the pitcher. You get the point. The way the team works effectively is that we understand that everybody has different gifts, different abilities, and then different responsibilities. And those teams flourish when everybody's using their gifts effectively and producing in their area. Same thing comes to the church. God didn't say come all together, look the same, act the same, be the same. He's not saying come in, because here's the problem with that. Then who do we call the same? Is it the perspective of the pastor? Is it a perspective of a movement, things of that nature? Now please understand this, the closer we get to God, the more we will begin to think alike, the more than we will begin to act alike. And yes, sometimes probably look alike a little bit because our mindset will go closer to Christ. But that's not a uniformity to look like a certain religion or denomination. That's not what he's talking about here. What happens is the closer we get to God, the more we will throw off the things of the world and embrace the things of God. And as we embrace the things of God, we will naturally, as family, begin to look and act more like that. So it's a unity that comes together. But I want you to see something else unique in this verse. It's important. He says in verse 3, endeavoring to keep the unity of spirit. He did say endeavor to establish the unity, endeavor to gain the unity. He said endeavor to keep. Here's the important part with this. When God designed the church, he designed the unity built in. If we do church the way God wants us to do, unity's part of it. 
Our job is not to create something. It's already there. Our job is to keep it. God has created the plan. He's created the church in the instructions of the church. Unity is part of it and how we, how we achieve that. We are the ones in our selfishness that break the unity. So he's not telling us to gain unity. He's saying, keep it. I've already established it. It's already there. So here's a simple principle. If you find yourself in a situation where you have division, it's not of the Lord. There is a human side in there that is creating that. Right? There's a human aspect that is creating this disunity. And then the first thing, now, here, now again, our natural reaction is, well, it's this person, it's that person. And it might, as well, it might well be. But it might also well be you. It might also well be me. God has designed it. So if I'm, if I'm walking in the Spirit and I'm doing what God wants me to do, I will help create and, 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 and keep the unity. If I'm following my own desires, my own selfish, I will break that unity up. So please understand something that's very important here. God has asked us to keep something He's already created. So if we're not keeping that and there's division, there is sin somewhere in there. If unity is not being enjoyed, there is sin somewhere. There's selfishness, there's pride, there's, there's anger, there's whatever it is, because unity is, is part of what God has. So if someone can't come into my church and feel comfortable because I don't like the way they're acting or something, or they don't agree with me, I'm sinning. Right? If when I see differences and I expect people to conform to me, I'm sinning. So if, if unity's not there, if I'm not keeping it, then there's a reason behind that. Now, of course, as leadership, it's our job to dig down to find out what that unity, what that source of dissension is. That's why God says in Proverbs, these six things of the Lord, yet hate ye seven are abomination unto him. And the last one is he that soweth discord among the brethren, he that breaks the unity. A healthy church growing in Christ, whose eyes are on Christ, not on ourselves, not on a preacher, not on a movement, but on Jesus, that church will grow in unity even in their differences. It's how God designed it. If it's not happening, a human element has got in and split that apart. And our pride gets a hold of it. So he tells us to also do this through the bond of peace, peace, harmony. Once there, is, um, once there was conflict, we will act like a belt to hold together. Our world, our human nature is always trying to pull aside. Pull us apart. It's our human nature. We have the Holy Spirit that helps draw us together. That's why it's so important for each member of that church body to be walking with God so that that unity can be developed and the church can grow and flourish and be fruitful. But not only are we given a directive, we're also given kind of an explanation as to how this happens. He says in verse 4, There is one body, the body of Christ, one Spirit, the Holy Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope, of your calling, one, one salvation, one Christianity, one belief system. He said there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. He, here's the thing we look at. There's not a million religions out there. There's only one truth, right? There's a, lot, a million belief systems out there, but there's two. One follows God biblically. One follows God, believes salvation comes by faith through grace, and it's done, it's a gift of God. Everything else is I work my way to heaven. Two systems out there. But there's only one that has truth. And that is the one that has God and Jesus as the head, as the one we follow. That is the truth. And we follow his word, not our tradition, but his word, the Bible. 
You say, well, the Bible doesn't change. Listen, the Bible is as relevant today as it was the day it was written. It's only irrelevant when it doesn't fit what I want it to say. Well, then, of course, I have to ignore the Bible because I need my view to stand. The church should not establish what the Bible says. The Bible should establish what the church says. So there's one, one and all. So the idea is that there's one God, one salvation, one belief, one truth, and how that implements itself. So in all of that, if there's just one of those, so then what I must recognize is the way I get unity is I stop trying to see there's six ways to do something. What is God's plan? Now, how that implements itself on a daily basis adjusts with culture. We do church differently today in 2022 than they did in the book of Acts for a lot of different reasons, culture being some of that. And I'm not saying culture dictates the teaching Culture just dictates somehow. I mean, they didn't have TVs back then or pianos back then or sound systems. I hope you understand where I'm going with that. The Word of God is still the center. Worship is still the focus. Jesus is still we point to. But we understand there's still only one direction. You can't have six points of view in a church. That is the vision. But it's not even just, okay, what does the pastor want or what is this? But what does God want in the church? And again, that is a church body striving to walk with God. So as they walk with God, they recognize God. And I'm telling you, a church body walking with God will see that unity. There's always going to be bits and pieces where a human aspect comes in. But the more we walk with God, the more there's unity. There's more the desire to see God's gospel spread and people saved. And our unity will come because our focus will simplify. We're not focused on 10 things we want to get done. We're focused on one thing God wants to get done. And then guess what? He will deal with the other nine things that we hope to get done. So that's what we look at, the one. The unity, it's something we keep, not something we establish. And we do it by remembering that we're here unified by Christ, not by a name of a church or by the pastor or by our favorite, whatever. We're unified by Christ. And that unity is something that glorifies God. It's his plan. Anything else is a struggle and it's opposite of everything God intended in the church. The world needs to see a church unified. The world needs to see a place where what God plans, the peace he wants to offer is there. And church is where it's supposed to be. May we strive every day to walk with God so that we might be able to be part of what God has designed in his church. Well, thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. We do encourage you tonight, if you are local to our area, we'd love to invite you to join us to our evening, our midweek service. Our midweek service, we've been going through a series about identity and looking through scripture for that. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, the adult Bible study starts at 7. The youth group and kids club have their own special time starting at 7 o'clock as well. If for some reason you have your own church and you're unable to make it, uh, we are live streaming the service starting at 7 o'clock. Uh, at least live streaming the Bible study portion of the service. Again, thanks for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.